Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to another edition of Android Faithful, your weekly source of news, hardware, apps, and all the wonderful things that make Android so special. We're here for you. I'm Ron Richards. I'm Quinn Twitdow. And I'm Michelle Ramon. Hello, Michelle and Wynn. Good to see you. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Good to be back for another week. Yes. Yeah. We are, That's a good week. We figured we'd come off of the Labor Day weekend here in the United States and and, and not have a guest. It's been a, we've, been, we've been running and gunning for the last eight weeks straight doing the new show. Um, we've had lots of guests. It's been awesome. But sometimes it's fun to just keep it to the fam, right? So Just chill with the fam. Yeah, there it is. Um, and we couldn't have picked a better week because I feel like after weeks of like trying to make up stuff to talk about, <laughs> we finally got a bunch of stuff dumped on us. In fact, they, they, they stuff got announced after the show last week, which is always our least favorite thing um, when that happens. But uh, we gotta, we have to sync up with the, with the old Google PR, but, uh, but yeah, it's a, it should be a good show this week. Um, but we do want to take a moment and I want to, I want to remind everybody uh, if you go to AndroidFaithful.com, uh that is your source for everything. Android faithful um, there. You can, subscribe to us on Pocket Cast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, even Apple, YouTube, etc. All the subscribe buttons are there. And you can also find a nifty link to our Patreon. Um, and we want to thank everybody who supported us on Patreon. You guys are really, really the best. Um, and we are so thankful for, for all of our supporters on Patreon. Um, and by doing that, uh, there's a couple of different levels that you can join up at. Um, you can join up at the lowest level, $5 a month, uh, where you get uh, to participate in the voting uh, of a story for us to talk about on the show. Um, very, very, you know, it's, a, it's, it's the high point of the week. We're always curious what story you're all going to pick. Um, the $10 tier, uh, you get that. Plus, you also get access to an ad-free podcast um, directly from Patreon via the RSS feed on Patreon. Um, and if you sign up at $20 a month, you get a t-shirt, which is pretty awesome and then of course there's our crazy wacky one at $500 a month um, you become the patron of the month and you can come on the show and talk about Android with us um, so I look forward to somebody taking us up on that and it sounds crazy but my other podcast iFanboy did this and uh, at a much higher dollar value by the way and people did it like two people have done it so far in the last six years of being on Patreon so yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I just want to remind everybody that, and of course the big one, please email us at contact at androidfaithful.com. We love to hear from you. We love to hear from the audience. Um, we read your emails every show at the end of the show. Um, so please, if you've got any questions, experiences, or responses to anything that we uh, talk about here, email us at contact at androidfaithful.com. We'd love to hear from you. So, all right. So with that, do you want to get into the news? Shall we? Let's get into All it. Right. Well, the, bi- the it. big news coming out of last week uh, after last week's show <laughs> was released was that Google set the date for the Pixel 8 launch event. It's October 4th, um, which is uh, 
less than a month from now, it was a, a month as of yesterday uh, from now, uh, where they're going to un- unveil the Pixel 8 uh, and let us all know what, what we can expect from it. And I got to admit, they did do it in a unique way, which I felt was very un-Google, in that uh, they released a video on social um, that highlighted um, the Pixel's uh, spa days, <laughs> or, or rather the the, uh, the the mobile phone spa day, um, as you see a Google Pixel. And what is the other phone? It's an iPhone. It's an iPhone, right? That's what I thought. Um, with cucumbers over their, uh, over their camera lenses and talking about how hard it is on these launch days and how they need to relax first. Um, I don't know. I mean, kudos to Google. It, what do you? What did you guys think yeah, of this? I mean, uh, it's um, so. I, I guess unsurprisingly, you know, it's cute, but it's also Google. You know, taking whatever shots it can. I mean, it's all cute and like get togethery, but it is sort of Google taking some pot shots a little bit at at uh, iPhone. Uh, they make fun of like the US- USB C thing there. Yep. Um, it's fine. It's funny actually. Uh, my husband, I was watching this for the show just so I could kind of like have an opinion on it. My husband like. What phone is that? And I'm like, oh, baby, that's an iPhone. He's like, well, I couldn't tell because there was a cucumber over it. But so, um, it, it's kind of a very particular, I, I don't know, it's kind of a very particular audience. Um, so I think it's funny. I do think it, it, it smells of try hard because it, it's funny, but it also is like, hey, like pixel so much better in these many ways, but Hey, we're all friends here. It's, it, it's, it's cute. We'll just leave it as it's cute. Uh, Michelle, what did you think of it? Yeah, they're they're supposed to be like funny, pretty much like like you mentioned, cute, and just like to compare like some kind of features that you might think are obvious in hindsight, like hey, the iPhone is finally getting USB C charging. You kind of saw it in the ad right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, previous one talked about hey, your iPhone is dying. Let me use my Pixel to reverse wireless charge it, and you're like hey, thanks for saving me. Right? <laughs> it's like these little cute little comparisons that show off some of like the most unique features of the pixel and also kind of just poking fun at the iPhone. Yeah. I mean, it it is funny because it's, I I was surprised to see it and I do like it when it goes lighthearted and unexpected, which is, that's what this was. And also the tongue in cheek, making fun of the launch events and stuff like that, because how many years have we been through all this? Right. And so I don't know. Yeah. I I agree with you in that it's a little try hardy, but like they've got to try hard to get noticed. Right. And, and I do love stop motion animation. So uh, I'll take that. No, that is fun. Um, And that, yes, cousin of jaw. I agree. Uh, try hard is Google's humor strap. And I, I'm sympathetic because as someone who has been, who, who just by mentioning that I have a pixel fold has someone just out of the blue, apropos of nothing said, iPhone is better. I get where Google's coming from. They're desperate for people, like yeah. just lay people to know, hey, the phone is good. The, the phone is good. There are advantages. There are things that we have. So I really, really understand that as someone who that's happened to me like at least two or three times in my life. Just iPhone's better. I didn't say anything that just came at me. So I, I get it, but it's also like, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll just own up. Try hard is, is, is our style and we just own it. I like that. Yep. We'll, we'll just go with that. Right. There it is. We'll go with that for sure. So. <laughs> October 4th, if you're looking at your calendar as we already have, um, it's the day after. It's on a Wednesday. It's actually the day after the show. So tune into October 3rd uh, when we will be pre-gaming the event and doing our predictions and all stuff like that. And then come back a week later. What is that? October 10th. And uh, we will give our breakdown of what the uh, of what uh, of what the show is. And I'm sure I haven't and I don't want to speak ill but i'm i haven't spoken to tom or roger or anybody over at dtns but i'm sure one of us is going to pop on dtns probably after the event to talk about it so um because that's we're part of that family and here we are so um it's, it's exciting this is the big moment so we will see but of course once they announce an event well we've already been covering that for the past month but uh it is time to talk about the rumors and the leaks <laughs> and uh, we had a pretty big leak. Uh, so, Win, why don't you? And and actually, Michelle, M- Michelle gets credit for this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, Michelle gets Michelle gets credit for half of these, and it, it's so funny because I feel like at this point, October fourth is going to be like when you do the crossword puzzle and you just want to check your answers. Yep. <laughs> it's starting to feel like that with as much leaks as we're getting, and so we have a bunch of leaks to talk about about the Pixel Eight series that are coming out. The first of which is that Google leaked itself. You you leaked yourself. Um, so basically, and Michelle, this was one of yours, uh, given to you by at Android setting on Twitter slash X. Basically, the Google store released a promo uh, image, a little a promo page a little bit early, which basically shows the Pixel 8 Pro, which kind of confirms some 
you know, design updates to the camera bar in the back. So of course the Pixel 8 Pro, like many of like basically every, like every other camera bar version of the Pixel Pro has three cameras. And so the design has been, you know, like two of the cameras bundled into a, into like a circular unit with an, uh, with a third, I think the telephoto lens separate. Um, now those three units are merged in. And that's the camera design, which you can see in the leaked uh, pictures um, of a gentleman using the Pixel 8 Pro and showing kind of like the now merged triple cam- camera unit. Um, and also it confirms that porcelain is is going to be a Pixel Pro 8 colorway. It's white. It's it's going to be white, but it's called porcelain. Um, another thing that is leaking is that the Pixel 8 Pro will indeed keep its physical SIM card. There were some rumors that maybe the Pixel 8 um, would it, it series would see the first eSIM only phone? Mm-mm, not yet. We're you're, we're still going to have that little uh, SIM card tray, but something that we will be getting on the Pixel uh, Pixel Eight uh, series is Night Sight for video. Um, so Abner Lee over at Nine to Five Google noted this is just kind of oh sorry <laughs> um, oh yet another thing in the series of hey a pixel photo first feature coming to video. So like in the last few years, you know, portrait mode was, was coming, you know, came to video. Um, and this year with the pixel eight series, it looks like, um, sorry, night sight will be added to video. So you get your night sight videos. Um, exciting, interesting, like pick, you know, bringing our, bringing our computational photography to videography. Excited. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's what we can expect from this event is there's going to be some sort of pixel exclusive kind of uh, thing that makes you a reason to do it. I, the physical SIM card I thought was interesting because we were just talking about the, the eSIM cards and all this sort of stuff, and it seems like that that train is probably moving faster than Google is intended, right? I don't know. Yeah, uh, Michelle, what's Michelle? What's your take on these ones? Uh, I mean, it's good that they're keeping the physical SIM card around for this generation. Like, I have no doubt that eventually it'll go away. Like, there's no way mm-hmm. that. That's not the trend that everyone's going to take eventually after iPhone already did it in the U.S. Mm-hmm. with the iPhone 14 series. Um, but, you know, it's good that for at least this year, because it, I know if you're a reviewer and you swap phones a lot, eSIM is a pain in the rear. Like, <laughs> having the constant, because like you can't just pop your SIM card out of one phone, put it into another, and boom, bam, you're done. With an eSIM, you got to, like, sometimes call your carrier. You got to hope there's a way to transfer eSIM between devices, which... On the vast majority of devices, there is no way to do that unless you have, like, two Samsung phones or, I think, two iPhones can do that. So, yeah, good thing they're keeping that around for another generation. Yeah. And as for the night sight for video, I'm a little worried. I, I wonder how well that'll do in, like, hotter climates. Like, I'm in mm, Texas, mm-hmm. and it's just always hot. How long can I do night sight for video without phone just, like, overheating? <laughs> I mean, that's really hand, fair. Right? <laughs> that's really fair. Um, I mean, we'll see. It might become, like, a nightlight almost. Yeah. Like, it's just going to burn so hot that it becomes on flashlight. But it will be interesting to see what people can do with it, though, right? Because we we, yes, we, we, sure. we, we saw those great, like, star field photos and, like, so, mm-hmm. like all those great kind of night sight photos. I, I mean, I guess I'm curious to see what the demo will show you can do with <laughs> with, with night sight video. Um, and then, Michelle, you, you'll, get the, you'll get the slap of or the, the burned hand when you try to do it in real life. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's definitely, I think yeah. The, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I think the bigger deal, if, like, there hasn't been any rumors on it, but if um, Google updates their camera app to support Ultra HDR, which is mm-hmm. the new thing they announced with Android 14, because, like, right now, all the photos we take are in, like, SDR, but once you introduce Ultra HDR, you'll be able to take photos that both have SDR, um, like the base image is SDR, so whatever display you're using can display it properly, and also has that HDR metadata that's embedded in it. So devices that have HDR displays can actually like show the additional colors and everything. Uh, you know, you get better yeah. photos for everyone across. Actually, the board, actually take advantage know? of it. Okay, so just to yeah. wrap up, um, so this is this is Michelle. Michelle, you found that from FCC filings that Wi-Fi seven, which is also known as IEEE eight zero two point one one. Extremely high throughput uh, is uh, the next generation Wi-Fi standard might be available on the 8 series. And finally, just if you want some Pixel Bud Pros that match the new colorways that do include porcelain and sky blue, it seems that Google will be announcing not necessarily new buds, but new colorways to match the sexy new color colors that the Pixel 8 series will come and be coming out with. So possibly Wi-Fi 7 and probably more than likely 
matching pixel butt pros so we, sh- we should probably pros. probably clarify by the way the, the the porcelain is the descriptor of the white version of the phone the phone is yeah, not it's not is, actually is porcelain. not actually porcelain although now i really want to see a porcelain phone um but uh but yeah just to, to clarify that so so michelle why don't, why don't we dig into the uh fcc filing one like what the give, give us the behind the scenes on this this story uh I, it was just something that this uh, Reddit user who's like prolific at looking into pixel modems, like I, this is like he's just really enthusiastic about seeing what's happening with the pixel modems. He saw that this little detail was kind of missed by initial scourings of the FCC filings. So uh, you can see, like I kind of highlighted in red if you zoom into the, the one of the photos, like uh, way at the bottom, it says that it supports w, WLAN 802.11 and all the way at the end it says slash BE. So mm-hmm. 802.11 slash BE is the IEEE term for Wi-Fi 7. So based on that, we're speculating that the Wi-Fi, the Pixel 8 series will support Wi-Fi 7. Is there any chance this might help to mitigate kind of like the widespread issues that people have with like Wi-Fi and reliability on pixels in general? Like, I feel like we get an email about that once a month. Is there yeah. any, like, I, like I, I don't know much about Wi-Fi 7, but could this be like something to be hopeful about? Well, I, I mean... If we're getting a new Wi-Fi chip, which this will definitely require, and mm-hmm. hopefully that Wi-Fi chip is better, that would solve like reliability issues. But Wi-Fi seven isn't something anyone's going to be using for a good while because you, first of all, you need a Wi-Fi seven capable right. router, mm-hmm. and I doubt anyone has any has a Wi-Fi seven router right now. Someone does somewhere, but <laughs> but mainstream yeah. wise, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, well, investment in the future yeah. is normal. Well, that's, I mean, it's good that they're thinking about forward thinking because at some point it will be and you want the phone to work and all that. Fun. Investment, yeah, long game. Exactly. Um, all right. So event in a month from now, we're going to see, you know, we know obviously Pixel 8, Pixel 8 Pro, right? We know these that we're, with this Pixel Bud stuff. Um, we'll be curious if we get any sort of update in the tablet world, given that the tablet will be out for almost half a year at that point. Um, there's always the question of Fitbit and Nest and all the other stuff. Like, are they going to take the approach of the, you know, like Samsung, the connected ecosystem environment um, of Google? Like, you know, time will tell to see what the, what the pitch is uh, in this event in terms of how they, how they approach it and how they tie everything together. And we'll see if anything, what else leaks in the next month. Um, Lord knows we sure some other stuff might, you know, you know, commercials have leaked like we all through the years. We've had so much stuff leak before these events. So we'll just have to keep our eye on it. Um, but I'm excited. I mean, I feel like it's, it will be the first big event for our show. Oh no. Samsung galaxy unpacked was while we were doing the show. Wasn't it right when you, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'll be our second major event. So there, there we go. Um, but yeah. And then also, uh, before we move on to the next story, it's probably worth noting that I know there was a lot of speculation around Android 14 and, you know, kind of some folks, some folks pointing towards it possibly coming out this week. Um, maybe even today. Uh, and as we could tell, it has not, um, in all intents and purposes, it looks like it is still forthcoming so maybe they'll line it up with this event or not in a month we'll see um but still no android 14 on the horizon as of yet but that doesn't mean we don't get some good fun android stuff right michelle absolutely today uh we didn't get a pixel feature drop but we did get a new android feature drop and for those of you don't know the difference between an android feature drop and a pixel feature drop is that the pixel feature drop is just for pixel exclusive features and updates whereas this Android feature drop is for updates to Google Apps that are available on all Android devices. So in today's announcement, Google announced five new features across various different apps. Um, The biggest one is the new AI-powered Google at-a-glance widget, and this is not the same widget that's on Pixel phones. So Pixel phones have an at-a-glance widget. This is different. This is the Google Apps at-a-glance widget. I know it's a little confusing, but this widget is available to all devices, not just Pixel phones. And this one will let you see your weather alerts, travel updates, event reminders. And it's supposedly AI-powered. I don't know exactly how, but uh, Google says it is. And as you can see, it has this spiffy new design, like this pill-shaped box with Material U theming. And right now, it does those three things that I mentioned. Um, hopefully, it could do more in the future if Google continues to update it. And it looks like that's something they're going to be doing because this widget has been around for a very long time and hasn't really done much. But now, they're finally giving it another look, uh, new design, new features, and hopefully, it continue to receive more in the future. Cool. So the second feature they announced is image Q&A. This is actually, uh, you scroll up. Oh, right, past it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah past, past <laughs> it. So the Lookout app, for those of you who don't know, is an accessibility app that helps people who have visual impairments 
you know, kind of see the world around them. So like for this feature in particular, image Q&A, um, for images that don't have alt text or they don't have any good captions, image Q&A will automatically generate an image description um, from an image. And then the user can ask questions about this description. Like in this example, there's like a dog running on a beach. Um, the user can ask questions about the image and get like a AI powered, you know, question back and forth about what's going on. So a lot of times, a lot of images, you know, I myself am guilty of this sometimes just because, you know, when you're posting an image, right, a lot of people don't have time to add alt text to every single image they upload or it's, you know, it's a second thought to them. But this feature will kind of make up for, you know, that lack of uh, introduction to good captions. Cool. So the next update I think is really cool because it's something they announced a long time ago, I think all the way in Google I.O. 2022. It's the ability to import generic passes into the Google Wallet app. So if you have, say, an image of your gym or library card that has a barcode or QR code in it, you can scan and upload that now to Google. Which is very cool and definitely like the thing that makes this Google Wallet even more valuable, right? Like boarding Mm -hmm. passes is great, but the all the random cards we have in the world that we that that aren't in their database that you can add them manually Uh is so good. Yeah, absolutely. The next thing they announced are new apps for Zoom and WebEx by Cisco. So these apps are now coming to Android Auto. So if you're on the go in your car and you get a call from your boss, you can now answer it on your car or just I will say I'm scoffing and I'm cringing at this, but I literally was driving back from the doctors today. And I, depending on how traffic was, I might have had to take a call in my car and the number of times I've not used Android Auto, but uh, just using the the Subaru um, OS, mm-hmm. you know, for my whole thing, where I can Bluetooth my phone yeah. to the audio and connect it via Zoom and just put the phone in the in the in the cup holder and I'm on the phone as if it was in Zoom and it works fine. A more native integration would be great. Just no video, no video, please don't 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 get yeah, distracted yeah. while you're driving, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I've I've done the same too, Ron. Unfortunately, yeah. at my current job, we use Teams, yeah. which is probably not going to get an audio uh, android auto integration anytime soon yeah. but i won't have to worry about that oh god soon. i hope teams and the final <laughs> sorry i hate teams anyway. teams is the worst i'm sorry <laughs> yeah the final uh feature in the android feature drop is the ability to read out your activity and sleep data through a google assistant routine mm-hmm. so um if you set up a google assistant routine such as um the no no word good morning i'm not going to say you know hey you know what i'm yes. talking about uh if you go to the Google app, you can add a new action called get wellness info. And so that whenever you have your assistant routine um, trigger, you can have it read out your sleep and uh, activity data, which is, you know, collected through Fitbit or Google Fit. All right. All right. And that's not the only announcement Google made today. Well, well hang on. Other hang on. Before you do that, though, before, uh, before we go into that, that is a that's a meaty like Android, like that's a lot of good stuff that isn't just pixel based, right? Like it is, I don't know. I'm, I'm impressed by that. Right. So am I alone? Well, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to get features like this, you know, all grouped together from time to time. Yeah. And it's interesting that they're finally starting to actually publicly brand it as an Android feature drop. They used to kind of shy away from that term for a long time. Like they just called it here are new features for everyone, right? They didn't call it an Android feature drop, but now they're finally calling it that. Well, it could it could be related to the next topic. <laughs> yeah, so today Google also announced a visual overhaul of their logo and the iconic robot mascot, you know, the bug droid. I, I just can't get over how if you see in the bottom left of the video, the ability to bug droid, look, look how stubby those arms and legs are. Yeah. If you, I don't know, if you're, all, if you're listening to this on audio, go on Google's blog and look at the a new modern look for the Android brand um, blog post. And you can see a video that shows the new um, bug droid robot well, and it's like stubby arms I've and been, legs. I've been telling everybody that the new bug droid looks like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so great. Well, it's so funny because if you remember two months ago when the show, st- when Android Faithful started, we had gotten the news that they were changing yeah. and they were capitalizing the A in Android again. Or not again, but just capitalizing the A in Android. Um, so we knew there was some level of brand stuff changing. I did not have the the little bug droid guy coming back. Thank God he did because if you look at our logo, 
logo, we're we're leveraging it, right? But yeah, please, but, yeah, yeah. Don't get rid but, of him. Uh, and, and Lord knows, I love I love the little guy because you know going on, that that was OG Android. Um, but these are very curious. And uh, even even friend of the show, Dave Burke from uh, from Google, got in on the action. <laughs> uh, celebrating the 3Dness of the of the uh, of the Google Bot, uh, posting on Twitter that the Bot Bod is back and now in 3D um, with a little GIF of the little uh, Android uh, dude waddling, and he looks a lot like Winnie the Pooh here, but green. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, that sounds like yeah. a title. That sounds like the title the, of this the, show episode. The Bot Bod is back. back. Um, yep. So yeah, so in the post, there's this one line of like, oh, hold on, they explain it like we've uh, hold on. This is, so this is from the release post. We've also updated the robot's full body appearance to ensure it can easily transition between digital and real life environments, making it a versatile and reliable companion across channels, platforms, and contexts. And I messaged my um, Trello Android fam and said, this kind of feels like an AR clippy thing going on to me a little mm. bit, just with like the hyper. I'm I'm saying that with some affection. Um, but yeah, it's interesting they're going full on 3D. Um, well, there is, you know, there, there have been rumors and they did announce that they're working with Samsung on an XROS for, you know, that's Android based. So potentially maybe like they're updating this logo to be more 3D like because you'll be able to see this in augmented reality through. Okay, that, that all makes sense. It all turned <laughs> together. <laughs> Um, I mean, if if the, now I'm putting this is speculation. I have no inside information or anything like that, and I'm putting my day job marketer, you know, career marketing hat on. They're going to start pushing Android as a brand again. I think. I think that this is going to be this. This is the, this is laying the groundwork for the next phase of promoting Android to the masses as a viable platform, and whether or not Android means. Pixel or Samsung or whatever phone manufacturer of your choice, but the underlying root OS is an Android phone. It looks like they're trying to take ownership of that again and and also make it relatable with the little bug droid dude. That's my take on no, it. But. No, 100% because they actually show, if you go to the release posts, they actually show the the reasoning a bit for why the A is now capitalized, mm-hmm. which I'm still not, not a fan of, but basically they wanted Android the the word Android, the logo mark Android, when put next to the word Google to actually stand out right. rather than kind of looking de-emphasized. So a hundo P Ron, I think that totally backs you up in that Google is trying to not that they, they ever didn't own it, but kind of like re you know revitalize that connection. Yeah, I mean like right so, the reading directly from the post, it says, you know, in addition to moving away from our long-standing lowercase stylization of Android, we're elevating the Android logo by capitalizing the A, adding more weight to its appearance when placed next to Google's logo, which is a very specific use mm-hmm. to use as an example, right? And uh, we've added more curves and personality. The new Android stylization more closely mirrors Google's logo and creates balance between the two. Like this is definitely they're trying to say Android is Google, Google is Android, right? And so which which I I totally understand. They own it. They they have all the rights to do this, and I totally get that as a as a perspective. It does ruffle my Android is open also feathers, and it feels like it's always weird because Android is like of two minds, right? It's 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 open. It's like this, like scrappy platform that always feels like we're trying to catch up uh, to other people. But it's still something owned by a huge corporation, right? And it's it's the, it's their brand as well. It's just interesting because it kind of also run counter to Samsung and other huge partners that are trying to also, you know, that are also Android as well. It just it just the whole thing is interesting. I don't really have a, an opinion either way, but it's super it's interesting a, how these all things. Interact. It's definitely interesting to to watch on the sidelines at least to see the For evolution. Real. And it's also Probably. like. What is old is new again, like uh-huh. you know, like history repeating itself. Right? Uh-huh. I definitely do appreciate that for sure. So um, over under on when they're going to de- they're going to lowercase the a again. I mean, <laughs> what six seven years line. when they decide that six, seven Android years. isn't as important as Pixel, and so we're going to de-emphasize that. And yeah, just, so anyway. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, well, that was good stuff. So we got a little taste, a little the world of Android. You know, despite no Android 14, we did get some stuff to work with. So that's pretty cool. Um, all right, so moving right along, uh, as I mentioned earlier, our patrons get to help us pick a uh, news story every week to talk about over at patreon.com slash androidfaithful. And this week, we had a nice mix of stories. We had three stories you could choose from. Uh, the Galaxy Note is dead uh, in favor of foldable sales in Europe, um, and that got 22% of the vote. 
Um, uh, OnePlus is working on using all of the RAM in your in your uh, in in your device. Uh, which there's a lot of random like OnePlus is doing this, OnePlus is doing that stories this week, and we're gonna get to one a little bit later on. That only got twenty percent of the vote, but the clear winner was the Techno Phantom Ultimate Rollable concept. Uh, and I gotta say, if I was voting, this is probably the one I would vote would have voted for. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen this yet, I I encourage you to go Google Techno T E C N O, um, and they've got a video of the Techno Phantom Ultimate um, unveiling of their rollable uh, concept phone. Um, and Lord knows, I love a good foldable. But I love a rollable that much, that much, <laughs> even that much more. Um, so this rollable phone, I'm just I'm, uh, for those watching our video, I'm trying to get to the goods here. You press a button on the top of the device, and the the screen expands outward, rolling the screen along as it does it, and it expands from a 6.55 inch display to a 7.11 inch display, um, and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Just I, I love rollables are just and what's great and and in the video if you watch it which we just saw if you just swipe the screen to the right that triggers the rolling back into it um, which I just feel like we need to watch the rolling again that much more um, yep. but uh, mm-hmm. yeah it, it just it just expands out ever so gracefully right <laughs> gracefully mm-hmm. <laughs> and the icons kind of roll with it because the display is actually malleable and flexes and rolls with it. Um, what is not clear in this video is to whether or not the actual viewport of the display is 6.5 inches or 7.1 inches. Like, is it 6.5 inches, but you're cutting, you're, you're cutting off like a third of the screen when it's in the small mode. That's what it looks like in the video. Um, but I don't know. I, I think this is hysterical and I love it. Um, it kind of looks like the part that's folded over becomes a cover screen, yeah. but a real tiny cover screen, like super tiny, y'all, like, yeah. like, like itty bitty, like, like a thumbnail, like, like I can't even. So we'll see. Kind of, kind of cool though. I, I do want to call out, and we're looking uh, for if you're watching the video, you can see the stills. But for our audio listeners, there's a still of the back of the phone. Mm-hmm. which is I feel like is a little burying the lead. The back of the phone's got three camera lenses, you know, similar to what you would expect from a Samsung phone or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But then on the right side of the back, there appears to be a little mini display that mm-hmm. runs the length of the phone, which is like another size screen, second screen kind of display, like we've seen with the foldables, but like really thin and long, like the full height of the phone Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the overflow. Yeah. I think that's the overflow. Fascinating. <laughs> the overflow screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, not, there it is. Not, the, the rollable portion of the display winds to the back of the device when not in use and serves as an always on display. And, and, uh, this part of the screen can be used as a small viewfinder for rear yeah. camera selfies. I don't know. This is pretty cool. I mean, it's a, it's a prototype. It's, it's a concept. Yeah. It's a yeah concept, so. But, uh, I love I love when they do weird stuff. I just love no. The weird this phones. this is yeah. of the concepts that we're going to talk about today. This is the coolest one yeah. <laughs> by far. Are you sure it's not the next one we're going to talk about? Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely this one. This one will win. <laughs> I'll put money on it. All right, um, but we'll just bury the lead on that one just a little bit longer. Yeah. So anyway, so thanks everybody for voting. Go to Patreon.com/slash Android Faithful. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You can vote every week. Uh, but when <laughs> let's kick off hardware with the next great concept that we've seen. That's real. Okay. That's real. Okay, so for so for number one, uh, we've been hearing a lot about the Honor Magic V2, which again, so Honor is a spinoff of Huawei because you know sanctions and stuff. And their big thing was the Honor Magic V2 with that it would be, you know, compared to this latest generation of the Pixel Fold and the Z Fold 5 in terms of, you know, passport slash book style foldables would be the thinnest and lightest. And of course, the question with any kind of Chinese manufacturer is, how global is global? Well, we have the answer and that the Honor Magic V2, which did launch already in China, will in fact go on sale in markets in Europe and elsewhere. Just not for us here in the United States. Wah, wah. Uh, I think no later than uh, Q1 2024. Uh, 2024. That is correct. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I mean, just anecdotally speaking, I've seen a lot of like very half decent reviews so far of people that have been able to get their hands on the Automagic V2. So if you do live in Europe uh, and other markets that aren't the U.S., and you're looking for a cheaper alternative because I believe the price is approximately 1300 USD again, compared to 1800 for every other passport slash book style foldable. Um, and you know, a thinner, lighter foldable, um, the honor magic V2 might be your ticket. Um, and again, like it, it is like, I think 9.9 to 10.1 millimeters thick when folded compared to the Z fold, which is 13.4. Um, about as light slightly and, and in fact even while it's lighter and thinner it's a tiny bit better in several ways like the inner display is just a tiny bit bigger 7.92 inches versus 7.6 on the inner screen of the honor magic v2 versus the z fold 5 um the outer display is just a tiny bit bigger at 6.43 versus the z fold 6.2 they're both though rocking a snapdragon 8 gen 2 but the honor magic v2 also packs in 16 gigabytes of ram compared to the z folds 12 um same storage options with uh increments of 25 256 512 gigabytes and one terabyte um the camera units on the honor magic v2 are at least in terms of megapixels, just sheer megapixels are way bigger um, at a 50 wide, a 20 telephoto and a 50 megapixel ultra wide versus a 50, 10 and 12 on the Z Fold. So just overall more megapixels. Um, it still only has 4K at 30 and 60 frames per second versus the Z Fold where you can get 8K. Although good Lord, um, good luck to you if you're trying to record 8K on a phone. I don't care if you have one terabyte of storage or not. Um, you're going to be using that up real fast. Um, and yeah, better inner covers. Um, so one thing that is a huge difference is battery though. So we've covered this before, but again, the Honor Magic V2 has a 5,000 milliamp battery, 66 watt wire charging compared to the 4,400 milliamp battery on the Z Fold 5 and only 25 watt wire charging. But the Honor Magic V2 does not have wireless charging if that really is a deal breaker for you um, compared to the Z Fold 5, which does have 15 uh, watt wireless charging. Um, they both have style support. So you can see like the Honor Magic V2 is very much competing with the Z Fold uh, in many different avenues and trying to distinguish itself in many ways. Um, obviously, it's cheaper and, you know, is missing them things, but kind of ups the spec game and a couple other things. So, again, if you're not in the U.S. and you are kind of looking to get in the foldable game, this approximately 1300 USD model might be for you and is super compelling. And again, I've seen some pretty good stuff. I don't know. Would you all want one if you could get one? I mean, I mean Michelle, you might be able to get one, right? You got, you got, you got ways. Uh, I, no, no. <laughs> well, okay. the only thing I'm one? interested in is like, you know, they announced this right now, but it's not shipping until Q1 2024. It's quite a bit away. Yeah. And we don't know what the software is like. Like, I've seen some hands-on videos of this, and they were not really allowed to talk about the software. Right? What, what Magic OS? Hardware. Isn't that magical, we think? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Like, I actually wrote an editorial over the weekend about the Z Fold 5 software features and just the sheer number of things that Samsung added to One UI that, like, enhance the foldable mm -hmm. experience yeah. that just aren't available in stock Android or the Pixel Fold. So, like, even though Samsung 
Yeah, I guess the hardware is still not the best. I mean, it's not the best anymore. Yeah. You know, there are definitely obviously competitors that are better in some ways, like the Honor Magic V2 in terms of thinness, battery, capacity. But will they provide a better software experience than Samsung? That remains to be seen. And I, I doubt right now that any other foldable device has the same software experience as a Z Fold 5. That remains, I think, its biggest advantage. But it's, no, I, I think that's really fair. But it's 9.9 millimeters folded. I know. I really want to try. I mean, it come on, thing, dude! This, like, like this thing is so thick. Yeah. Okay, this thing is ridiculous. It's a chonker. And what? <laughs> it's a chonker. What, what, what are you holding up there, Michelle? What is a chonker? It's got a bipod. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. I was holding up the the Z Fold Five in its yeah. Yeah. Case, which makes it even the chonkier. Z Fold Five compared is not a, it's not in the millimeter world, right? You know, nine point nine thickness when folded, four point seven when unfolded, four point seven millimeters. That's like oh, it, that's yeah. So. It's very svelte. Yeah. It does not have a bot bod. Yeah like the new droid um yeah so um by the way uh just kind of sidetrack i got the d brand case for the pixel fold and that has made this phone a real chunk look at that chunky Um, baby it is it does have a kickstand which my husband loves he says if i hate this case he's going to use it um but i have other problems with this case um if you ever want a fold pixel or fold case review or survey let me know um okay so that's the Honor Magic V2, which is definitely an incredibly compelling device from a device from Honor. Uh, they did talk about a concept, which is the dun 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 the, dun dun. They also announced the Honor V purse, which, if you were a fan of Huawei, which again Honor was spun off was off from, this might look a little familiar. But basically, Honor V per, V purse is a concept phone, which is basically the Huawei Mate X. Um, where it is a foldable phone with the outer display wraps where I don't, is it foldable? I think it's, yeah, it's just a foldable. It, yeah. It's a foldable yeah. where the, this outer display wraps around the body, but it comes with a very handy attachable chain so that you can wear the phone like a purse. And that's it. You can't put anything in this. This is not a purse other than the fact that it has a chain on it. And it's, if it's you not even an it, actual purse. It's not even a purse. Y'all <laughs> don't get all excited that you're going to be able to put your wallet or your your you could, your whatever. You could in make the feet. screen look like the surface of a purse, but you can't exactly. put your ID in it. Just to, yeah, well, wait a minute though. Actually, with Google Wallet, is your ID in it though? <laughs> I mean, digitally, yes, but don't be thinking you're going to be putting your, put your chapstick or your 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 keys or anything. I mean, please do not put your keys anywhere near this. Um, so yeah, it is basically a a phone that you can attach a purse chain to, which. I mean, don't do that for me because I knock my person to all kinds of things. So, um, but that is the concept. I mean, so to 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 get <laughs> to get away from just totally railing on this thing. Oh no, let, let's mean, not get away from it. Let's let's go right into it, right? <laughs> so, is this a, is this just a for the lulls concept, or is there something you know here in maybe a tackling the 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 fashion the kind of you know like look wait, lifestyle wait a minute, wait, part I'm, of person I'm, I'm sorry I don't mean to interrupt you I don't mean to interrupt you but but I found a couple of more pre- uh, of like images of it and one of them is animated to show the fact that the exterior of the device has an always on display that also taps into the um uh what is it the the, the not the the, the accelerometer, the accelerometer to to to, uh, to pick up movement so what you see is you see a purse swinging left to right with the always on display showing an charms. image of a charm bracelet with charms mm-hmm. hanging off it and as the phone swings the charms are moving with the swinging because none of it is real it's not real <laughs> no it is not real but 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 I'll bring it back around so um so, you know, trying to bring this back around. So I do think this is a vaguely interesting concept because of discussions of like, say, fast fashion and sustainability and yada, yada, yada. Now imagine, I know this is real dumb and this 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 phone is not going to survive just hanging off your shoulder and it's probably going to get stolen because, I mean, if you're just holding your expensive ass phone on a sling over your shoulder, you know, someone's going to want to come over and grab it. But that all that impracticality aside, I think this is interesting in that. Yes, we are like if you're if we're talking about this from a fashion style thing, um, imagine like sustainability, whole fast fashion, all that stuff. Imagine if you could find ways to express yourself in fashion with your phone and make it slightly more sustainable by having not necessarily physical things that, you know, I mean, they're talking about like if you go to Beyonce concert or a Taylor Swift concert, you're having to dress a certain way. And there's actually like people requesting Beyonce and Taylor Swift to stop requesting things because there's an element of waste and fast fashion, you know, contributing to climate change and all that kind of stuff. Now, imagine you could express yourself 
through a phone. It's digital. You can swap out to anything to match the outfit of your evening or match like, you know, seasonal styles. And there is my attempt to pitch why this isn't a like a wholly dumbass idea. Um, and why it could be interesting. I, it's a concept. I mean, it, concept. I mean, it's a, I agree with you. It's a concept and there is a category of people who are super into this. Yes. Right. Like, and, and it, it might not be us, you know, it specifically isn't me, but I've seen weirder. Let's just say that. Right? So one, one, one potential reason behind this is you have to remember this was shown off at IFA. Yep. And Honor is still a very, I guess, new independent smartphone brand you know they've been around as like a spin-off of huawei for a while but like they became truly independent um somewhat recently and they're still trying to sell their phones you know internationally to users who have never heard of the brand yep. before so this certainly this definitely got them a lot of attention like i don't know if they have any plans to ever sell this thing but this definitely got them <laughs> well, a lot of attention which is probably what they And to give them for. their own words so so we're looking at the website designboom.com which seem which appears to have had a exclusive interview with the designer at honor behind this and got us a lot of interesting quotes but you know they say you know today today's discerning and who was it it was um uh, the Honor Design team. This is who it's credited to. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's discerning users, today's discerning customers are looking for new ways to express themselves or reflect their individuality. Whether it's a fresh haircut, a new outfit, or a statement piece of jewelry, there are many ways to stand out from the crowd. But until now, devices that we have on display for much of the day have taken a backseat compared to other more stylish accessories. We believe this is a bold new concept that will pave the way for the future of fashion and technology. And I'll be honest, I might not choose. Uh, a always on display with a bunch of charms hanging off of it or a purse mm-hmm. and thing. But like I, w- I would want to customize my phone. I mean, I customize the wallpaper of my phone. As soon as I get it, I, I don't use the mm-hmm. stock wallpaper. I, I choose art of my choice. Right. So it's the same concept. It's just the ridiculous attachments of the purse strings and saying using it as a purse, but that's not a fashion look it's that I purse. relate to. Right. But the, it, I mean, and this is why I wish, you mm-hmm. know, we're hoping to have Flo come join us on some shows soon. Um, soon, this I feel like this is right up her alley to either roast or praise, similar in the way you did win. And to be honest, I'm not sure where she would land on it. I need to ask her. We got to text her to see what she thinks. I, I could, I could see both yeah. ways, but I mean, like people, some people, uh, we did think, and some people still think foldables are a dumb idea yeah. and are ridiculous and won't take off. Yeah. But we're seeing different, so. It all starts off with a dumb idea, and then it becomes the next yeah. big thing. So. And we'll see when uh, we'll see when uh, Apple uh, copies it. So, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know. I, 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 it's easy to make fun of it, and it's easy to um, to what should we call it to roast it in the way we have. Mm-hmm. But um, I get where they're coming from, and I do applaud them for trying something different. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. I mean, and, and also in this country, they always talk about how iPhone is kind of increasingly getting the market for younger, uh, younger uh, smartphone users. So again, always kind of appealing to like the younger, more fashion or style conscious people. It makes sense. It just, it just makes a lot of damn yeah. sense. So no hate there. All right. Well, that was all of our hardware because we had a lot of pixel talking earlier in the show, uh, but we want to make sure we get into some apps and uh, I can't, can't let the Android 14 thing go, you know, no Android 14 today, but Michelle, uh, there's still Android 14 news to talk about, right? <laughs> That's right. So last week, OnePlus, they announced that they're going to be rolling out, or they plan to roll out, their stable release of Android 14. Um, their OS is called Oxygen OS. And they're going to be rolling that out starting September 25th. Um, that's what they plan to do. We don't know if those plans will change in light of the rumor that you know Android 14 will launch not this month, but next month. Uh, we'll see how that happens. But in any case, OnePlus planned out their update on September 25th, and their potential devices that will be included in that rollout would possibly include the OnePlus 11, the OnePlus 11R, and the OnePlus Nord N3. And um, one of the things they announced alongside their update is something they're calling the Trinity Engine. And I kind of cringe at this term because I've heard this kind of thing a lot of times. They like companies they announce like they give this fancy sounding name for like their os performance optimizations so that's what basically oneplus is doing here they announced their trinity engine which um includes improvements to cpu ram uh, storage 
uh, hyper boost, hyper touch, hyper rendering. It's it's a it's a buzzword salad. But basically, <laughs> your phone will feel faster. I'm I'm gonna call it no. like it is like buzzword salad. There we it go. Is, <laughs> basically, they're just saying your performance will be better when you upgrade to Android 14. That's the TLDR. Well, they're trying to they're trying to know they're exactly tr- what they're doing to fix. They're trying to market what they're doing, right? They're trying to they're trying to spruce exactly. it up. Yeah, so. But without any numbers, like any graphs, any benchmarks, any explanations for what they're doing, it's just it's just buzzwords yeah. to me. You know, if you give us numbers, then I have something to talk about. But that's all we have, just this technology called Trinity Engine. So beyond the release date and this new um, Trinity Engine, that's all we know so far about what they're doing with their Android 14 update. Well, I- Surprising considering, you know, they're, they announced these plans uh, to coincide pretty closely with the potential release date of Android 14. So it goes to show that they're really close to Well, that, that's what I was going to say was that, was that I mean, f- first off, despite the buzzword salad, Trinity Engine is a pretty cool product name. I'll give them that credit. That It's f- coming off of Oppenheimer. Yeah, like, yeah. It's no, pretty, pretty good. Good job. Um, <laughs> but uh, but one of the things we've talked about over the years with the, with the old show and now with this show is that, great, a new version of Android comes out when... Will Samsung get it? When will OnePlus get it? When will all the manufacturers mm-hmm. roll it out? And sure, we're on pixels, but how can we ensure that we're, you know, that or, or the, the question is, is that if you're not on a pixel, when are you going to get it? And good for OnePlus and coming out of the gate strong and early and fast, right? And mm. even, even if they're, del- even if their launch is delayed by the, by the inevitable whatever launch of Android 14 will be, you know, it's still, gonna, it seems to be faster than any other manufacturer. So. Good for them. Yeah, props. That's right. Yeah. Big props. Indeed. All right. Um, well, Wynn, why don't you tell us about this one, which blows my mind, which I never thought I'd see the day. Um, yeah, I mean, don't don't uh, kind of keep kind of kind of keep some brains in because it's it's mind blowing, but unfortunately not as much as we'd like. So something that is incredibly interesting and probably might is kind of confusing is that for a long time, on both iOS and Android, Instagram users have been frustrated by the fact that. Instagram does not have a tablet layout. And that is very surprising because, of course, Instagram is owned by Meta, which I know often seems like, hey, a big, huge company, why don't they have an iPad layout? And of course, by extension, a tablet layout. Well, I I got some good news for some Android tablet users is that Instagram is finally rolling out a layout that works on large screens, not to everybody, but if you are particularly on, if you're on a Z fold and maybe on a Google pixel tablet, you will see an updated and more screen efficient layout where the bottom navigation that was an Instagram and a couple other things like notifications, some other things that were kind of like basically stuffed into other menus have now become part of the navigation rail, which is the highly recommended you know, style of navigation component for large screens. So you'll get that on like the side now. Um, and then basically just now the, the app will on the Z Fold 5 and on the Pixel tablet in portrait mode will indeed fill the screen. It generally maintains the aspect ratio of reels and then tries to just basically spread out and more efficiently use the space to give you much more clear and easy to access navigation destinations via the navigation rail. Um, I, I will say that the, this this navigation rail on the left mirrors Instagram on the web. They rolled they yes, rolled out changes exactly. to Instagram on the web. I feel like it was a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, um, where mm-hmm. it moved that navigation from the top and the bottom over to the left. I forget exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. interesting that it's aligning it in that regard. Um, but yeah, but the fact that this is available on both Samsung and Pixel Fold shows that like Meta is trying to play nice with Google in terms of their embracing of foldables, right? So. Oh, not on the Fold it. though. On the, fold? on the Pixel on the tablet, fold. and only when it's in portrait. Oh, okay, mode. all right. I, yeah, it, I think yep. I. Yeah, I think it's hard to call it a tablet layout when no, this is portrait so mode. Nobody is using their tab- I, I, Pixel tablet in portrait yeah. mode. I what did I what did I write in my notes? I wrote effing portrait mode in my notes for this because <laughs> the reason you see this on the Z Fold Five is, as I've mentioned, the inner screen aspect of Z Fold ratio. Five is a freaking portrait aspect ratio. Yeah. So yeah, interesting distinction. Give, there it is. Yeah, so I'm going to give my all my empathy to the Instagram team because being at couple big corporations now as much as you want to do something usually you get your hands tied by someone giving you just enough room to do something like this but michelle yes absolutely i wrote effing portrait on my mobile because the only way this works is in large screen and portrait which again z fold 5 pixel tablet in portrait mode and uh, ron how many times have you used your 
pixel tablet in portrait mode for something like this. Not ever. Like, so yeah. it's a, it's a good, it, it's an okay start. I'm not going to blame the developers, but this is kind of silly. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a little silly, but hey, it's a start. Um, and again, I haven't been able to see it because the pixel fold inner screen is landscape. So, um, I will, am- I will amend right what now. I just said. I do use my tablet in in portrait mode when reading comics or books because I hold it like a yes, book. That's very right. Fair. And so, mm-hmm. if I'm in that mode and I pop over Instagram, this is great. But if I'm, if I'm in landscape mode and consuming media or whatever, and pop over Instagram, that's not that's no bueno. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and again, usually this comes down to very limited design resources and only so much wriggle room to, to give time to these things. So like the easiest thing is to do a portrait mode. Um, generally that's just the way people tend to think of, yeah. of like the biggest ROI on time spent. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. I do one little, one, little one minute tangent here. I do wonder if that's the reason why the Z Fold 5's aspect ratio is the way it is because Samsung might have realized, you know, early on, hey, vast majority of apps are designed for portrait mode phone UI. Maybe. So why not design our phone to open up into a portrait mode UI so that we don't have to care if developers don't optimize for, you know, landscape tablet layout. You, Whereas if you look at like the Pixel Fold, it. it opens up into a landscape mode. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of apps are letterboxed whereas yeah. you don't And get the and the screen. Instagram app is indeed quite letterboxed in landscape mode just to clarify. So, so I, yeah, that, Michelle, that, that angle is really interesting. And sometimes, and I, I, you, you have to wonder if you're not giving them too much credit for thinking that way or stumbling into it. Right? <laughs> like, it, it, um, no, I definitely do think that was part of the reason. Yeah, why if you think that. it was conscious, like, I then I give them more like, credit. I've, yeah. 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 I, I mean, it's really commonplace now to just lock your, your phone in portrait mode. And I've been on many teams or, and I've seen posts on Instagram on Twitter slash X where, it's just a habit now where I think devs are just even annoyed at having to consider anything other than portrait mode, which I get, but I, I am also as an old OG kind of old, older kind of person. I'm a little annoyed by it. And it's really, I mean, I don't really have a pixel fold, make it look good on landscape, please. But yeah, I mean, I think practicality is, I think I, I, I am not going to say that that's not possible. I, I think that is a very good bet that they're just maximizing yep. min maxing. Right. So. All right, and our last story of the week, uh, Michelle, do you want to tell us about what happened over Google Play? Yeah, so this kind of thing happens from time to time where, you know, developers, or like malicious developers, submit fake versions of applications onto Google Play and they slip past App Store review. So in this case, there were um, malicious versions of the Signal and Telegram apps that were hosted on Google Play. And the reason this was possible is because developers took the source code for Signal and Telegram, compiled their own versions of it, they implemented some, you know, spyware into it, and then they uploaded it on Google Play, hoping that users would say, hey, maybe this alternative client for Signal and Telegram has some additional features that I want. So they download it, sign into their accounts, and then they inadvertently give up some of their data because they're going through a third-party client rather than the official application. So this is like a PSA, you know, try to use the official client whenever you can. Yep. Like avoid third-party clients that you can't trust, especially because, you know, you don't know what this third-party uh, client might be doing with the this, information they're giving them, especially if you're signing into your account. This advi- yeah. this, that advice is really interesting coming off of the Reddit uh, apocalypse this past summer, right? Where, where, <laughs> where Reddit shut down third-party developer apps so that they could focus on their main, main Reddit app and everyone flipped out. And of course, obviously, the Reddit apps that people love are not by malicious developers, but here's a good case mm-hmm in favor of what they're doing to lock it all down so that, you know, so that you, you can guarantee what the experience is. So. Well, generally like, you know, good applications that, you know, good services that host APIs, they don't give you, it's not all or nothing like access. Like a lot of times when you're signing up, you're saying, do you want to give them access to this, 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 and you have to like read it and say, do you accept? A lot of people, of course, are just going to click accept, but you should be careful what you're actually reading when you give an application access to Google Drive or Gmail or Reddit, for example. Yeah. So that actually matters what you're saying. Yes, yeah. to. read, 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 even and or just be conscious of what you're installing. And this is also a good case of showing what Google is doing to ensure safety, right? Like they they caught it and took it down, right? And you know, yes, people were affected, but they their fast, hopefully swift action kept other people from getting affected. So cool. Yeah, and I believe the, the the malicious signal app only had like a hundred downloads, so it was just sitting there. But it doesn't look like anyone actually used it. Yeah. Like, thankfully, there weren't many people who were tricked into installing. Yeah, well, it. there were a hundred people who used it. So, 
Yeah, but still. <laughs> All right, cool. Excellent. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's uh, stories. Uh, we did get some feedback from someone specifically in reaction to some of my comments last week, and I just wanted to address it for everybody watching and or listening um, because they're, they're, it's a fair question because uh, Adam in San Diego writes in and says, Hey, gang, I love the show and listen every week, but I'm wondering if there's a difference to you as whether I listen via Pocket Cast or YouTube. The reason I ask, because I know you're talking about metrics and RSS feeds and being able to track how people listen, sidebar, during my YouTube music podcast rant last week, that's when that came up. Um, so that's what he's referring to. Um, and he says, usually I listen to all podcasts through Pocket Cast. However, I really enjoy the video aspect of shows, including yours. So I have pretty much, I've, I, so I've pretty much been watching your show exclusively on YouTube as opposed to listening through Pocket Cast because the Pocket Cast version is audio only. I was wondering if it benefits you one way or the other, depending on how I listen, or if it really doesn't matter. If the Pocket Cast version had video and that was better for you, I'd watch it that way. But for now, I'm watching on YouTube, even though I have my Pocket Cast set to auto-download your show every week. Just wondering what your perspective was. Thanks. Love the show. Adam in San Diego. Um, and Adam, we love you. And we love everybody watching live right now in the chat rooms. We love everybody who downloaded it on Pocket Cast or Google Podcasts or whatever you're using. We love everyone who watches on YouTube. The answer to this is... Consume us however you want to. There is no one way that we prefer or that's better. We put out we put out the show in all these different versions to try to accommodate as many people as possible. So while I ranted about it last week, don't worry about that. All the metric stuff and the, that's our job. We take care of that. You're not meant to worry about that. So just just enjoy the show. That's all we want, right? Isn't that the our position am i speaking for everybody absolutely. yep no absolutely just do do whatever works for y'all yep. and then you know we you know yep. we say what we say we do appreciate you asking though adam thank you very much 100%. but yeah and thank and you. also watching on youtube and downloading a pocket cast even better uh, yes double thank you Tri- quadruple thank you, you can do what i used to do back when i first started getting podcasting very very long time ago is i used to go to apple stores and subscribe to my podcast on all the devices in the store. <laughs> Every Apple store I went into, I would do that. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's but awesome. no, but seriously, Adam, thank you. Um, and yeah, enjoy the show how you want to. That's a, that's all it's important. We'll we'll figure out everything else. So, all right, cool. Well, that's going to wrap us up. This was great. It was good to catch up with the three of us in a in a in a Pixel Eight event, Pixel laden Android full week i'm tired it's it's already it's only tuesday and i'm already out of it so <laughs> all right um michelle help me tell everyone where they can find you and uh plug away right so if you want to follow me for android news you can follow me on twitter slash x slash mastodon slash thread slash whatever social media platform uh you follow people for android stuff at michelle ramon i'm also available i do also have a patreon of my own where you can support me um, you know, three dollars a month minimum. And uh, if you want to see me continue doing a lot of this Android stuff, you know, Android exclusive posts, social media stuff, etc., uh, subscribe to me there. And yeah, thanks for supporting me. Right on. Well, thank you, Michelle. We, I, I gotta tell you, it's honestly, it's becoming like uh, Wins Jetpack Composed drinking game. Every time I we're going, we're planning the show, and I'm like, oh, there's a story that's referencing Michelle. There's a story that's referencing Michelle. You are. Very active on the Twitter, and I respect it. Uh, yeah, I, it would be the deadlier drinking game. Yeah, I think um, so. Which is just a credit to you. I would have a hard time <laughs> keeping up, for sure. So. Okay, uh, Wynn, why don't you tell folks where they can find you? Yeah, so I'm an Android developer. I do Android things. I do technical content. In fact, next week, I'm going to DroidCon New York and talking about custom layouts and Jetpack Compose. Ooh, uh, you can have a drink there on me. Um, but yeah, all that kind of stuff that I do, you can find my w- website, randomlytyping.com. And on the social places, I am at Creed Code Monkey. And yeah, just find me there. And thanks for listening to us this week. Right on. Um, and I can be found over on X, Twitter, whatever, Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, Blue Sky, blah, 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 threads. Uh, I'm usually at RonXO or some variation of at RonXO. Um, so you can find me there. Um, but I also aforementioned do other podcasts and, uh, I encourage you to head over to ifanboy.com where you can hear me uh, every month. Uh, I pop on that show to talk, uh, on what we call the media explode where we talk about TV and movies and things like that. 
And this last episode was a ton of fun because we were in the summer movie spirit. So we put together our list of our uh, top five uh, summer movie, summer 80s movies, uh, sorry, summer 80s comedies. Um, so if you're into the 80s comedies like Three Amigos and Airplane and uh, Police Academy 2 and things like that, the conversation is up your alley. Um, so strongly recommend you to go to ifanboy.com where you can check that out and uh, subscribe to it too if you like comic books. It's a fun podcast and I appreciate your support. So... Excellent. Um, well, that is going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, I want to thank everybody watching live for talking in the chat, suggesting show titles. It's a fun place to be. Um, so tune in to the Daily Tech News Show YouTube channel or Good Day Internet on Twitch uh, channel every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, where you can watch the show live. Um, and if that's not your thing, you can always listen to it as a podcast because, as we said to Adam San Diego. Enjoy the show however you like to. So that's going to wrap everything up. Uh, this podcast publishes every Tuesday evening. Uh, and you can subscribe at androidfaithful.com. And as always, email us at contact at androidfaithful.com. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you next time on Android Faithful. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.